hello. Hi. Who are you? My name is David Andrew Dougal. And uh, why are you here? Because <laughs> in uh, the late uh, smoking era, I was a DJ here at KTOH. Yeah, what was your DJ name? Uh, actually, back in the day, I rarely identified myself with anything other than just David. But the name of the show is probably what more people remember, and that was Insanity Palace. Insanity Palace. And what years did you hold Insanity Palace? Um, Insanity Palace actually didn't start. I started at KTUH late in uh, 1969 when I first got to the campus here. I was on the air about three weeks after I first got here. Mm. And... Um, Insanity Palace um, started early in 1970, probably, and um, it was named uh, by a friend of mine named Lang Akana. Um, there is actually mm. uh, probably nobody in your generation remembers, but there was a place in Waikiki called the Waikiki Drug Clinic back in those days. Nice. 319 Paukalani Avenue. And it was just a little house. Um, you know, they actually had little separate houses in Waikiki in those days. In those days. Somebody yeah. had donated, and it was turned into a um, not exactly halfway house, but it was uh, impromptu, uh, you know, well, they called it the drug clinic because people were stoned out of their gourds and walking around, and sometimes they took too much and they needed help, and they would take them over to the drug clinic and they'd, uh, you know, you know, come on down. <laughs> I actually volunteered there for a while, but I met a whole bunch of crazy people there, and we had a traveling um, improv group that we used to run around Waikiki all the time, and it was called Captain America's Traveling Electric Mind Flush. And those were the people that came with me up to my show on Friday evenings at KTUH, and uh, one of them named Lang Akana. Hi, Lang, if you're listening. I'd, I'd totally lost touch with you, but um, anyway, he's the one who said... You know, let's call it Insanity Palace. And the name stuck. All right, next question. <laughs> Today is College Radio Day. What do you think is special about College Radio? Um, it's important to have a place where people can learn their chops. And that's certainly what I did back in the day. Because when I got to KTUH, although I loved the music and knew uh, quite a lot of different, uh, you know, groups and stuff I got back in the day, um, I didn't know anything about radio. And uh, took my cue from listening to um, one of the first psychedelic radio shows back in Cincinnati where I came from called Jelly Pudding. Yeah. And... Um, Anyway, um, that affected my style a lot, and um, I I loved Frank Zappa long before I got here, and Jimi Hendrix and things like that, and um, would play a lot of that. And then in the K2H collection, I came across this record 
The Further Adventures of Nick Danger by the Firesign Theater. And it warped me completely. That that particular piece was a takeoff of an old, you know, detective radio show. And but it was full of uh, marijuana jokes and things like that and references to Beatles lyrics and all sorts of weird stuff. And um, I loved it. And then the other side of it was this all-American pageant, you know, as a 30-minute piece that was just full of uh, lampooning, you know, you know, as the Vietnam era. Yeah. And it was lampooning, you know, the staid American, you know, conceptions that were in vogue at that time. And um, their whole style of jumping to... Uh, different things especially in their third album don't crush that dwarf um it affected my radio style and i started doing jump cuts between fire Sign theater albums and other things like the congress of wonders and cheech and chong came on a couple of years after that i actually got to meet those guys and blew a few joints with them too here in hawaii when you were in k2h or? Uh, they didn't come up to KTUH. Um, I interviewed them a couple of years later when I was uh, at KPOI FM. But um, yeah, uh, those were the days. And uh, anyway, my Insanity Palace started off with about an hour of rock and roll, and then it would transition via Frank Zappa and things like that into uh, comedy things. And the middle two hours is just this totally improvised trip through mostly comedy albums and then by the time we got to one to two o'clock in the morning it was time to cool off a little bit so i got into spacer music like pink floyd and stuff like that early or late um i was well around well before you know uh dark side of the moon was 1973 so i was playing the really early stuff you know echoes and things like that the narrow way and lots of early early floyd i have some early floyd in my uh coming up on cue mm -hmm. what was training like training was non-existent <laughs> uh, basically they you know showed me how the the pots worked on the mixing board and stuff like that and how to, how to turn the radio station on and off because oh. at six o'clock in the morning it, it would shut down in those days I did, you know, I did not know that I thought it was all because now it's 24 7 yeah 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 uh when i first got here ktwh was still a 10 watt mono signal that barely got to the other side of the campus and um i guess it was about 18 months later fred barbaria would know but uh we erected the um broadcast tower which i still see atop uh, i think it's kayakandal uh that uh you know, takes the signal out to Manoa Valley. So, yep, that was, those were the days. And, and uh, when I first got here, there was a lot of interesting people on the staff already. Uh, if you recognize the, the name uh, Rap Ripplinger from Booga Booga, 
He was actually a, a famous Hawaiian comic back in the 70s, and he sadly passed away in a hiking accident. But um, he was a member of KTUH back in the day. And a lot of my DJ skills and uh, how I did things... Um, oh, golly, I can't remember the guy's name now. Um, he, he worked with Francis Ford Coppola as his main assistant for a while after he got out of K2H. And uh, somebody, it'll come to me at some point. But uh, anyway, there were the Langdon brothers and uh, Bill Soares and uh, Patience Brooks came along a couple of years later. And uh, a lot of interesting people were at K2H. It just attracted gigaws like flies. <laughs> questions uh, for you. What was KTUH like when you joined? Um, well, it was free form. I mean, nobody really gave you instructions about what to play or anything like that. And um, actually, what you know, I wouldn't have come to the station at all except that I ran for uh, the ASUH senator freshman senator because it's my first year here and i had been secretary of my high school you know class and oh political ambitions whoopee you know so i ran for senator and nobody knew who the heck i was but we were invited up to kth to do a broadcast interview uh and that exposed me to the radio station and uh, I saw the wall of albums that they had in those days and I said cool yeah. I like that <laughs> so I lost the race and you know applied for a position at KTUH and they started me off doing uh, Tuesday mornings two until six in the morning and the rest as they say is history yeah and here you are yeah yeah and it was about six months later, I think, that uh, Fred Barveria gave me uh, the the prime slot, which was Friday nights, uh, 10 p.m. till 2 a.m., mm -hmm. and that's when Insanity Palace started because all my friends from the drug clinic you know, were basically invited up, and we did all sorts of weird improvisation and stuff like that of our own. And... Um, after I got off the air, I was often found in the uh, production area, mm -hmm. you know, making uh, weird tapes and stuff like that. And Do you I, still have some of your tapes? Did you keep a some few of them? Okay. A few of them. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, question. We have a caller in the office. He wants to know if you were the one who played the Fugs. The Fugs? The Fugs, yeah, I couldn't hear F-U-G-S? Yes. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> probably I, listening. I played Fugs and everything else. Got it. Oh, you think calling me in. Somebody's calling in. I have a caller. This has been Frank Zappa as temporary bogus disc jockey. And, uh, goodbye. And if you feel like throwing underpants onto the stage, put them over there. I love K2H.